there. We're Brittany and Tiffany, and we're obsessed with how food ties all our families together. And we're here to help you navigate both the wild and the wonderful parts of feeding and loving your people. I'm a mama to seven and the creator of The Deliberate Day. I'm a mama of five, an ideal and inspiration. We're here to share our tried and true secrets to serving your people with more love and less overwhelm. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, get comfortable, and come learn with us. Moms get to have goals too. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom who's busy raising little ones, a mom who feels like she's barely surviving, or a mom who is balancing homeschooling, a side hustle, or all of the above, we're here to tell you, you get to have goals. We're continuing to take you step-by-step through goal planning for moms. We're talking honest-to-goodness moms who are living life, balancing all the things and all the people. We started with self-reflection in Podcast 61, unpacked a vision for your future in Episode 62, and learned how to set priorities and align our goals in Episode 63. Yesterday in Podcast number 64, we chose our big goals— Today, we're breaking down one, only one of those big goals with you into manageable and achievable steps. The deliberate start came from years of trial and error and testing programs and suggestions from all kinds of experts and resources. The only problem was that none of them were made taking into account all of the specific daily challenges and important mindset work that are unique to mamas. So when we created The Deliberate Start, we created something that we wanted to be a beautiful and heartfelt resource created exactly with mamas in mind. It includes three sections, the deliberate reflection, deliberate beginnings, and deliberate goal planning. The prompts are designed to guide you with good questions and checklists, which are my favorite, that solve the blank page problem, and they'll carry you through when your mom brain feels too exhausted to answer those really deep questions. But important questions. And whether you're brand new to goal planning or a seasoned planner, you're going to hear something on this podcast, or you're going to find something in the deliberate start that you've never considered before. I don't think there's any possible way you could do this guide and come away unchanged. All right, so let's talk goal breakdowns today, Brittany. This, this is really where the rubber meets the road, mamas, breaking down our goals. The real magic of goal planning happens in the breaking down of the goals, especially for moms. Because this is what gets you from where you are to where you want to be. These are the paving stones to the garden. Breaking down a goal starts with knowing your big goal. These big goals are the eight that you chose out of all your beautiful dreams yesterday. Now take one. One. We're only doing one today. (laughs) On a fresh sheet of paper or on your goals breakdown page in your deliberate start guide, write down the big goal that is speaking to your heart most. Under it, you want to write down your why for your big goal. Then stop and think of three to four mini goals that will help you achieve your big goal. Like I said, think of these as the paving blocks or the paving stones to get to the garden. Which of these steps or mini goals are you going to need to be able to reach that big goal? And finally, we're going to break those mini goals down into action steps that are measurable and have deadlines. This will give you tangible steps and results that are measurable and achievable. And y'all, this is the magic. Just to go back to the paving stones on the garden idea, the garden is the final big idea, right? It's the big goal. The paving stones are what are going to get us there. 
but sometimes we need to buy all the stuff to make paving stones. So maybe you need to put pie pans on your list, and then you also need to go buy Lowe's and pick up cement, and then you need something to stir it with. These are really how you can look at these action steps and see them in a tangible way. So let's take those steps we just gave you and give you an example of how to break down a big goal in this style. Let's look at budgeting better. We know what the end game is, right? So what do we do next? The next thing we're going to do is we're going to write down our why. Your why is important because this is really what keeps you going when things get tough. You're going to come up against opposition. You're going to come up against resistance. And your why is kind of that friend who puts his hand out and just pulls you along when you want to quit or go back. I like that friend. Yeah, me too. So I think a very good why for someone whose goal is to budget better would be that their family depends on and needs them to be more intentional about spending without getting into debt. Definitely. From there, we're going to break down into these mini goals. These, like we said, are the paving stones to the garden. So these are just steps that are going to get you that much closer. The first one would probably be to figure out your current income and expenses. Okay, so then once you have that figured out, you definitely want to create a budget next. And then test and adjust that budget. So once we have our mini goals, now it's time to break out our action steps that go along with each of those mini goals. Remember your action steps are what are going to support your mini goals. It might sound a little bit silly to be breaking things down so far, but if you're a mom, you know that Every big thing that we achieve with our kids, every time we teach them to tie shoes, it starts with a really small step, right? Our goals are exactly the same. We have to start with a small step and then build on that to get to the bigger step of actually tying the shoe. First, we have to learn how to put them on. First, we have to learn left foot and right foot, right? All of those things support this end goal of tying our shoes. This is the same thing for our goals here. So if we take our first mini goal, which is figure out income and expenses, then our action steps for this are going to be to write down and log any and all income sources. Then to write down and log any and all bills, memberships, subscriptions, etc. And then track all your expenses. Also, you need to log common extras, such as birthdays, anniversaries, clothing, oil changes, vet or doctor bills, things that might not be monthly, but are common enough that you need to be able to include them. I mean, those birthdays, they just happen every year. They keep sneaking up. Same thing with Christmas. Every darn year. We love (laughs) Jesus and Advent. It's beautiful. Yes. Okay, so you've done that for your first mini goal. Now, when we think about creating a budget, the steps that could go along with that, the action steps, would be first to build a budget starting with your necessary bills and expenses. Then... You definitely want to talk with your spouse and prioritize the remaining expenses, adding only what will fit within your means. Then finally, our last mini goal is just to test and adjust the budget. So that means you're applying that new budget that you just created and you are spending intentionally for the first week. Then you're coming back, you're making adjustments as necessary, and then you're going to continue those two steps for the whole month. Then at the end of that, you're going to make further adjustments. You're going to take a serious and honest look at all of your monthly spending, assessing your necessities versus your extras, and then you create a new budget. And I think that's really important too because in a goal like this, you have to just keep going back to that drawing board, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that happens with just about every goal. You have to be willing to kind of do something, tweak, do something, tweak. 
Yes, absolutely. And I will say too, budget better is a very broad thing. And a lot of times we can narrow down our goals very, very well so that they're very finite and achievable. Like read 15 minutes every day with our child, right? But I also want to encourage you that sometimes having this broader overview allows for more steps and more growth throughout the year. Once you are budgeting better, this goal can morph because as you do the 30-day assessment that we're about to walk you through, you're going to get better and better about your goals morphing and changing and getting deeper and bigger and better. Well, and I feel like even completing some of these action steps is literally, even if you don't hit that big goal of budgeting better, right? You're going to change enough and notice enough progress within these action steps that those alone could change your life. I mean, really? Yeah, really. And that's the beauty of breaking a goal down like this. Mm -hmm. Because you'll become a different person just in the process of trying to get there. Yeah, it's in the becoming. Okay, Mama, we're going to give you another example of how to break down these big goals into mini goals and action steps. So let's say your big goal is to be more present for your family. Your why might look something like this. This is really important to me because I know my time with my kids is limited and I don't want to miss it for one more reel. I don't want to live my life resentful or annoyed when I get interrupted on my phone. And I don't want to buffer with my phone anymore. I want healthier coping tactics. Okay, so... As you consider your why, you're going to want to make some mini goals. And this is where you take that big goal and you chop it up into smaller pieces that are a little bit more doable. So your mini goals might look something like this. Researching healthy coping tactics for moms. Reserving your recreation screen time for either before or after bedtimes. And then really looking at your screen time from the previous week and setting a mini goal to decrease it by five minutes a day. Now, taking a look at these mini goals, these then need to be broken down into action steps. How can you create action steps that will help you achieve this mini goal? So first, what you'd want to do is when you're researching your healthy coping tactics for moms, you might want to write down or choose three of those tactics and then pick one to practice today. So when we look at that mini goal of reserving your recreation screen time for when the kids aren't awake, maybe you want a check and balance system that will hold you accountable, kind of like a swear jar for your phone. (laughs) Another idea is a five-minute kid break. So if one of your kids catches you on your phone, instead of snapping at them, which I can say I've done quite often, you set your phone down and you spend five beautiful minutes with that child. Another thing you could do as an action step is to work on a bedtime routine so that you will have time to scroll some of those reels that you really want to see after. Finally, when you're talking about a mini goal of reviewing your screen time from the previous week and decreasing it by a little bit every day, it might be a good idea as an action step to leave that phone on your bed or somewhere else when you're using the restroom. 
I know that would cut screen time down quite a bit for a lot of us. <laughs> you could also find less accessible drop zones for your phone. This might be something you want to do for your teenagers as well. And finally, you could turn your watch or your phone on airplane mode so that you're not constantly being buzzed and hearing dings that make you want to check those reminders. Or even on that note, turn notifications off for certain apps. Absolutely. So let's do a recap really quick of these steps. You're going to look at your big goal. This is the end result that you really want to achieve. Then take a look at your why. Why is this specific goal important to you? And it needs to be if you want it to be your goal. And then take a look at your mini goals. Breaking down these big goals into bite-sized pieces. And then action steps. These are the things that support your goal. These are the things that they're the the daily work, the actual doing of the things. And I just want to say as a mom, sometimes we need to break these things down like our action steps into steps that are so small that they might even seem ridiculous. I actually have a story about this. I watched someone who said that she was in a class and the professor encouraged them to think about something they did when they were a child that they enjoyed that they no longer do. He was practicing with them how to break down goals and he basically told them to break it down to the most ridiculous level, to the level where your brain says there's absolutely no point to do this. What she was after was to get outside more. Because as a child, she loved being outside. She loved climbing trees. She loved making mud pies. And she boiled it down to touch grass every day. That's it. That's all she had to do. And she talked about how it would be like 10 o'clock at night. And she would run outside and take her sock off and just touch her toe to grass. And she said she did that for months. Until all of a sudden, that became something different. And it morphed and it changed and it grew. And now she spends hours outside hiking and doing other things every month. And so when we boil this down to a step that's absolutely achievable, that's so ridiculous, our brain says, what's even the point? And we do that anyway. We're training ourselves to be consistent for ourselves. We're training ourselves to keep showing up even though it's so small, and then to show up a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. And there's a lot of power in that when it comes to achieving your goals. Just like James Clear says, you're casting votes for the person that you want to be. All right. So every single goal can be broken down with these simple steps. And if you're brand new to goal planning or you're a mom who feels like she's in survival mode right now. Believe me, we feel you. We highly recommend that you choose just one or three at the most. However, you will find eight pages of goal breakdowns in the Deliberate Start Guide so that it's just ready for you whenever you're ready to tackle more. The final section of the Deliberate Start Guide is the 30-day goals assessment. A lot of professional goal coaches do a 90-day assessment, but when Tiffany and I were testing this product out and allowing fellow moms to use it, we found in our own experiences that so much life can change in just 30 days. And our motivation can really take a hit when we get overwhelmed and we don't take the time that we need to reassess, to pivot, and really to celebrate how far we've come. Because we've talked about it before, and motherhood can be a thankless job. So sometimes it's hard to celebrate our wins or to see them as wins when you just move on to the next challenge, the next challenge, the next challenge. And I think motherhood is uniquely like that, where 
you're with these tiny humans for 18 years and you're always working towards beautiful things. Well, and it's easy to get, if you don't stop and try to celebrate those wins when you have them, it's easy to lose them and forget about them and not remember that, hey, you had some wins. Yeah, definitely. Or maybe you were never brought up or taught how to celebrate wins. And let me tell you, as someone in that camp, that is even more vital to you than you even possibly know. So now, of course, you're not going to do this step today, especially if this is your first time listening. But make sure to save this podcast and come back here in 30 days when you're ready for it. And if you go to the podcast notes on our website, thedeliberateday.org, you can easily find a timestamp to come right here on the podcast. So now let's jump in to our 30-day assessment. You have been working hard on your goals for the last 30 days. So how have you been doing? What's going well? What isn't panning out like you'd planned? What life changes have come up? Do some of your goals need a facelift or perhaps even to be put back on the shelf for this season? As you're doing this assessment, we want to reassure you that everything is as it should be. All growth is good, especially when it's hard and it forces us to pivot. So celebrate your wins and don't dwell or be discouraged by any setbacks or changes. The very best of things grow and change. So grab your deliberate start guide or a pen and paper and answer these questions about your big goal. What were your wins? And I just want to tell you, don't overthink this. And don't forget that some of the best wins are small. What action steps did you take, even if it's just one? What did you say yes to? This is for things for your goal and also things that may have detracted from it. What did you say no to? Again, this could be directly applied to your goal, but also things that could have detracted from it. What did you learn from your goal, about yourself, about your capacity, or maybe even the lack thereof? (coughs) How has your life changed in the last 30 days? This could include sports, beginning or ending, family visiting, going on a trip, kids got sick, you got sick, you started volunteering. (laughs) Your husband got sick, the dog got sick. (laughs) Everyone got sick. And what changes do you need to make to your goal? Is it a different mini step you need to apply? Do you need to change the action steps? Do you even need to try simplifying the goal? What people are you grateful for? This one is so important. What do you want to try? Try a new goal. Add a second goal if things are going well. Maybe a new, deeper level of your big goal. What's going well and what do you want to continue? What is the best next step or next thing for you to focus on? Woo! (laughs) Like we said on the last podcast, this is big work. This work will change your life, but also your children's lives. Every hard step you do right now is something you will be able to guide and mentor your children in later. Your children will learn from your example and your beautiful hard-won wisdom. 
as you're listening to this, it might be shortly after New Year's, but even if it's not, you need a deliberate start. I'm just going to say it. You should be working on goals because, Mama, you deserve to be. The world could be so blessed by the goals that you might be waiting to go after. You deserve to feel the feeling of thriving and not just surviving. Dreaming and striving for goals is the solution so many of us need to pull us out of just surviving. There is nothing special also about New Year's Day, and it's never too late to start or to start again. So if you just jumped in on this podcast, or if you've been with us all along, we created a beautiful guide that walks you through getting a deliberate start on your life. It takes you step-by-step from reflection to a goals assessment made specifically with the unique beauties and challenges of motherhood in mind. It's all our podcasts in the series wrapped up in a comprehensive and lovely workbook. If that gets you fired up, go to our website, thedeliberateday.org, and get a copy of the Deliberate Start Guide.